Hello and welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for stopping by. It's been a little bit since I've been on the airwaves. It is Sunday, December 5th, 2021. The last time I spoke to you was Thanksgiving. I was supposed to come out Sunday, November 28th and do a podcast, and then I didn't, and Thursday came along and I didn't. We're titling this one, Forgiveness, so forgive me. And this one is episode 526 in the works. 38 degrees, feels like 30. Highs are going to be about 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the east right now at 14 miles per hour in the city of Oswego, New York, right here in central New York on the cool waters of Lake Ontario. Stick around, we have a lot to talk about. Well, maybe not a lot, but enough to keep you entertained. We'll be right back. All right, here we go. Forgiveness is the title of episode 526. Forgiveness is a very powerful thing. This quote is from Desmond Tutu. The simple truth is, we all make mistakes, and we all need forgiveness. The simple truth is, we all make mistakes, and we all need forgiveness. Desmond Tutu. Episode 525, I believe, was titled Mistakes Make Mistakes. And it's okay to make mistakes, but we do need to forgive one another and we need to forgive ourselves. It's really heavy when you hang on to it. You got to drop it and uh, learn from your mistakes. Try to grow from your mistakes. You have to make mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, you're not moving forward. All right. So what, what has happened since I haven't talked to you since Thanksgiving? Well, I put on a little bit of weight. That's for sure. <laughs> My clothes are a little tight. Getting, I got down so small that I went out, got all excited, and bought new clothes, and now they're all snug on me. But the Buffalo Bills won. Yeah, they they played, and they won handily against the Saints, thirty-one to six. Then they played tomorrow, Monday night. Bum 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 bum. Monday night football against the uh, Patriots. The Patriots are seven and four. The Bills are seven and four. And then on to Tampa. Oh boy. Versus the GOAT. The greatest of all time, Tom Brady. But, you know, I believe in Josh Allen, though. He's the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. And I think it could be either Bills Cardinals in the Super Bowl or the Bills Cowboys, maybe. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but the Cowboys been playing okay but I don't know the way the Bills have been playing the past couple games yeah they won the other night but or on Thanksgiving but they had some rocky games oh a little late to say it but I know my niece made it safe I, I did have written down I have my show notes from Sunday November 28th sitting in front of me and I just revised them a little bit because they were all written out and uh, I, I have written down safe travels to my niece, Alex, <laughs> and her boyfriend, Logan, who we got to meet. And we really liked Logan, and I'm 
so happy for my my niece Alex. I love her to death. She's heading back to Texas, and she is so she's doing so well and has really found a lot of success in Texas. Oops, somebody has sent me a voice message. Just that was that beep we just heard. Hopefully, it doesn't. I don't get blown up <laughs> the whole podcast. Uh, but it was really nice visit and. Uh, it was a good time with the with the family, a nice time to get together with the family and great food, great company, awesome pecan pie my mother-in-law made. She made all kinds of pies. I think there was like six pies. It was a crazy amount of pies. Dang. Yeah, lots of pie, lots of food. Kind of late to be talking about Thanksgiving with it being December already, but... I hadn't talked to you in a little bit. So, we, yeah, we had Thanksgiving, and it was really the weather here in central New York. We have had just a dusting of snow, and it's a rain-snow mixture going on right now, but there's nothing on the ground or anything. And uh, it brings me to the part that I can't believe it's already almost 22. 2022. The older I get, the faster everything just... Yeah, it just flies by. I talked about that before on this podcast, about how the older you get, how time, the perception of time. Come to think about it, I've talked a lot about a lot of things on this podcast, <laughs> that's for sure. And I'm sure it's not going to stop me now. Oh, by the way, the app that I was talking about, maybe I had marbles in my mouth, Rizzle, R-I-Z-Z-L-E, Rizzle app. My, my buddy, Radio Mylar in Canada, said, what was the name of that app, Patrick, that you said you were on? And uh, it's like, all I can think of is, no offense, Rizzle, but it's like a poor man's TikTok. <laughs> oh, did I just say that out loud? Yeah, I did. I have no affiliation with Rizzle or TikTok or any of those. But uh, Rizzle's been good to me. I know that. I've got like 90,000 views, and it's all podcast-related stuff for the most part. All right, stick around. When we come back. We'll ramble some more. We'll be right back. So I usually um, do show notes. Just everything is unedited, unscripted, one and done on we live on a planet, but I write down show notes, and I usually usually use my fountain pen. I have three three different fountain pens. When I got on my manic kick of buying fountain pens, and that's what I write the show notes with. But today, or actually Sunday, November twenty eighth, when I wrote the show notes out, I was using one of Aqua Spa's new pens, and it writes. So nice. It writes like everything at Aqua Spa. It's nice. It's groovy. High end. It's, uh, I like to, com I, I, I like writing with fountain pens because of the weight and everything. But what I liked about this pen from Aqua Spa was the flow. It just flows really nice. Just like Aqua Spa, like I said, they flow. I, I know I talk about them a lot, but they're a good staple in our life, and they're like family to us. They just had a, 
uh, what's his name? Matt. What is it? Matt Pinfield from uh, MTV. Way back in the day, he was one of the the DJs. He's a radio host and everything. He went there and did all their modalities and checked out a bunch of stuff and interviewed Tammy and Terry. And he's huge. He's a lot bigger than I am. And that's the reason why I wasn't able to interview them yet. But somebody like him, who's been in the business for 30 plus years, doors open easier. (laughs) And, you know, Tammy and Terry, the door is open for me with them. If I were to call Tammy and Terry this week and be like, I know it's December, but can I come in and do an interview with you real quick? They'd make the time for me. That's the way they are. They're really good people. All right, where were we? Okay, like I said, I can't believe it's almost 22. Oh, I haven't got my back porch done yet. I've been really, this weather has got me really complacent and my back porch if you're like what are you talking about usually what I do is I wrap my back section with plastic wrap just regular food grade plastic wrap that I get from the dollar tree dollar wrap and I get eight rolls of it eight rolls does it and uh, it's only a buck eight dollar investment and I was going to do it the other day but it was too windy and I'm hoping that uh, I'll be able to get it done this week. And this week, the weather for this week really looks mild. Again, for being December right now, uh, today the high is supposed to be 43. Like I said, tomorrow, mon- or Monday, yeah, tomorrow, 52 degrees on Monday. Then 37, 33, 32, 41, 46 43, 40, and 40. That's all Fahrenheit for December. And I have on my Facebook look back some uh, some gnarly snow seven years ago right here where I live of just banks of it where we've already been shoveling it and moving it. And yeah, I haven't got that done yet, so... Wish me luck that I get it before the weather gets too bad and all that kind of stuff. All right, stick around when we come back. I think what we'll do is learn something like we normally do instead of me just rambling. All right, stick around. I'll be right back. And we are back. All right. We're back, and I have no idea what we're going to do right now. But you know what? That's the best part about making my own show and doing it. I did it my way. That's the best part about it. I can do it how I want to do it. And we are at the fact site. I figured we'll learn five brilliant facts about broccoli (laughs) why not learn about broccoli one of our good friends dog's name is broccoli what a cool name for a dog right broccoli broccoli all right here we go this is from my favorite author over at the fact site writer becca marsh becca if you're listening please come on over to we live on planet let me interview you 
let me talk to you. You know, some people love it, some people hate it, and some hate it so much that they try to even ban it altogether. And yes, we're talking about broccoli. The broccoli plant plant is a descendant cousin or a distant cousin of the common cabbage and also belongs to the Braz Canine family. Brass canine family. I've never heard of brass canine family. Well, broccoli, though, the main edible parts are actually the stalks and flowers instead of the leaves. Although, you can eat them too. I did not know that. So what is it about broccoli and why is it so controversial? Hmm. Well, broccoli was held was highly valued by the Romans. The history of broccoli goes back much further than you'd think. Like many other vegetables we eat today, broccoli was cultivated from a mix of different plants and then selectively bred to become the vegetable we know today. This vegetable's history goes back to the um, the Etruscans, Etruscans, an ancient Italian civilization that preceded the Roman Empire. The Etruscan people cultivated the vegetable sometime between the 6th century BC. The Romans adopted many aspects of the Etruscan culture, including their love for broccoli. England called it Italian asparagus. As we previously mentioned, broccoli is a part of the same family as cabbage, a large family that includes cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, kale, collard greens. And despite this, when the vegetable first made it to England, it was instead associated with asparagus. In fact, despite being a favorite food of the Romans, it seemed that it took a long time to spread further than Italy. First of all, I love Brussels sprouts. Those are so good. I do like kale. I have not eaten collard greens that many times in my life. I've had some greens at an Italian restaurant here in town, beans and greens, but I don't know if they're collard greens. The earliest report of it in France, from example, is as late as the 1500s. More than 200 years later, it was still relatively unknown in England, with its popularity be called, being called Italian asparagus in a popular gardening dictionary. It wasn't until the, until the 1920s that broccoli became common in the U.S. One of the first records we have relating to the broccoli in the U.S. goes back to the third president of the United States, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson had a bit of a green thumb, and as such, he would frequently share seeds with some of his friends over in Europe. One such packet of seeds that he received were broccoli seeds, which he noted, which he noted sowing at his estate in Virginia on May 27, 1767. It wasn't much later in the 1920s that broccoli became a common sight when Italian migrants brought it over and regularly consumed them. Even then, it was almost exclusively eaten by Italian immigrants or migrants and their descendants for decades before becoming a bit more mainstream. 
We got a couple more facts about broccoli when we come back. Yeah, there's more facts about broccoli. Do you want to learn some more? Well, then come back. We'll be right back. All right, we are learning about the vegetable broccoli. Did you know that George H. W. Bush banned broccoli on Air Force One? George H. W. banned broccoli on Air Force One. Some people hate broccoli, and then there are people that hate broccoli so much that they publicly declare that they never want to see the vegetable ever again. Believe it or not, that man was the 41st president of the United States of America, George H. W. Bush. On a press conference, Bush stated, as a kid, you did, excuse me, well, in a press conference, Bush stated, as a kid, you not, I did not like broccoli, and I haven't liked it since. I was a little kid, and my mom made me eat it. And I'm the president of the United States, and I'm not going to eat any more broccoli. He made this declaration when asked why he had banned the vegetable from all Air Force One flights. Can you believe that? You You hate the vegetable so much that you can't let other people on the... I could see like if it was peanuts, and you have a peanut allergy, and you're like, you can't have peanuts on the plane. It's going to compromise the president, but for him to just not like it, what about other people that wanted to eat it? Hmm. Broccoli is really good for your health. First things first, if you know how to cook broccoli well, it can be absolutely delicious. Most people who dislike it, probably including George H.W. Bush, have simply only ever been fed in an overcooked, mushy, gross state. You know what I'm talking about. You know how broccoli, some people like broccoli like that. I can eat broccoli really anyway. If it gets overdone, I don't mind it. I like it fresh. I like it uh, raw, I mean, you know. But the truth is that broccoli is incredibly good for your for you. So good that the term superfood is quite often thrown around in association with it. It's high in protein, fiber, vitamin C, and is a good source of vitamin A, vitamin B6, potassium, and calcium, among many others. It's also full of antioxidants. It's good for your digestion, and it even is claimed to help prevent cancer. Yeah, so it's time to end the stigma against broccoli. I don't. I wonder if George Jr. felt the same way about broccoli as his dad. Because I know that uh, if you're banning it from Air Force One, you do not like it. He did not like them, Sam. I am. He did not like them one bit. No. All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to learn some more over at the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day, December 5th. In history. We'll be right back. And magically, we are back at the History Channel's website to find out what happened this day of history. December 5th, 1945, Aircraft Squadron disappears in the Bermuda Triangle. 
At 2.10 p.m., five U.S. Navy Avenger torpedo bombers comprising of Flight 19 take off from Fort Lauderdale Naval Air Force Station in Florida on a routine three-hour training mission. Flight 19 was scheduled to take off or to take them due east for 120 miles, north for 73 miles, and then back over for a final 120-mile leg that would return them to the naval base. They never returned. Isn't that crazy? And hence the whole lure of the Bermuda Triangle. It's weird. They said it was a three-hour training mission. I wonder, the Gilligan's Island show... That was supposed to be a three-hour tour. I wonder if they were anywhere. No, that was uh, Hawaii. So, different part, different ocean, Patrick. <laughs> uh, 2013, Africa. South African President Nelson Mandela dies at the age of 95. And then there's a thing called the Mandela Effect. Google the Mandela Effect if you don't know what I'm talking about because... People claim that they thought he had already died before 2013. Here's one for United States government. In 1933, the 21st Amendment is ratified. The 21st Amendment ratifies prohibition, ending prohibition. At 5.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Utah became the 36th state to ratify the amendment. All right, 19th century, 1872, the Mary Celeste, a ship whose crew mysteriously disappeared, is spotted at sea. I've heard of the Mary Celeste. Vietnam War, 1964, Army Captain awarded first Medal of Honor for action in Vietnam. Captain Robert Donnellan of Socrates, New York. Oh, that's not far from here. Well, it is. It's a little jump, but not that far. All right. Art, literature, and film history, 1984. I remember this well. Eddie Murphy stars in Beverly Hills Cop. Instant smash. Eddie Murphy was just a huge, huge star. And uh, originally the script uh, rumor that I read before is a Sylvester Stallone got hold of it and wanted to play the part, but he changed the script around and it wasn't funny and it was more edgy. And then he ended up uh, going on to make that movie Cobra. Remember that Sylvester Sloan movie Cobra? Yeah, it's basically what he wanted to do to Beverly Hills Cop, if if I'm correct. And I'm not always correct, but... um. 19th century in 1876, hundreds die in a Brooklyn theater fire. And a fire in a Brooklyn theater in New York kills nearly 300 people and injures hundreds more on December 5th, 1876. Terrible. Most died of smoke inhalation. Others were trampled to death in a general panic. Um, what else do we have? 1978, USSR and Afghanistan signs Friendship Treaty. And then American Revolution, 1776, 
Phi Beta Kappa fraternity is founded. Wow. By five students. All right, that sounds about good. The heat just came on. I don't know if you can tell the difference of the noise gate. I feel like the noise gate is kicking on and off now. <laughs> so we'll wait for the heat to turn off, and when we come back, we'll uh, wrap up the show. We'll be right back. Stick around. Where was I? The heat coming on got me all discombobulated. The noise gate, what I said was my Rodecaster Pro has a Class A servo biased preamped with an Aphex on board where it has a noise gate where air conditioning, heat, or anything like that comes on and it will try to damper the sound. And so every time I talked and stopped talking, the noise gate would kick on and I could hear that gap and I could hear it play just a little bit and it was bothering me. So I just waited for the cycle of the heat to go through and uh, back here we are. What was I going to tell you? Oh, I remember. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like to do the, I started doing the did you know and it's fun. And it's, I don't know about feedback because I, I don't get the feedback like I used to. Hear me, this is me fishing for, for feedback. <laughs> Did you know, though, while an elephant's trunk contains over 40,000 muscles, 40,000 muscles just in the elephant trunk alone, the entire human body has fewer than 850 muscles. That's my mind being blown. That is a mind blow. Damn. Yeah. 40,000. That, that's just in their trunk. And the human body has less than 850. I love did you know facts. I think that's cool about. I was chatting with my buddy Corey. My best friend earlier before I made this podcast. And uh. I was telling him, I sent him a little picture of R2-D2 and told him he was like R2-D2 to me because he uh, he's my best friend. And it says, R2-D2, this is just bonus. This has nothing to do with anything, but I thought I'd like to share it with you. R2-D2 ain't a snitch. He knew Anakin was Vader, pretended to know who, or pretended not to know who Yoda and Obi-Wan were and shut himself down when Luke didn't want to be found. No wonder he was trusted with the Death Star plans. R2 is the ultimate ride-or-die droid. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I like that. So we uh, sent out a bunch of holiday-slash-Christmas cards to some friends. That was nice to do. My wife had a bunch of them made up from on Shutterfly, and they were from our uh, recent trip to the Adirondacks, one of the photos with all of us together. She had the insight to bring her tripod that has a little remote so all of us could be in the photo, so that was a good idea. And I would have brought my drone, but um, it was getting worked on, 
and I haven't tested my drone since I've got my new drone back to see if it even, I finally did pair it and did all that kind of stuff, which took me forever because of my anxieties. But I finally got it all paired up and everything. Now I just got to get it uh, up in the air. And I've had the weather has been halfway decent. It's been a little too windy, though. So maybe this week, providing it doesn't snow and the wind and the rain stays, I can test that little bird out and get it up in the air. All right. I think that sums it up for We Live on a Planet today for episode 200. Or excuse me, 200. Holy cow. 526. It's a lot of episodes. We're titling this one Forgiveness. So forgive me that I wasn't consistent in these past couple weeks and didn't put an episode out. The simple truth is we all make mistakes and we all need forgiveness. So forgive me. And don't forget to check out my website, WLOAP.com. I would love to hear from you. If you're using the Anchor app, you know how to leave me a voice message. And if you're using any other app out there, that's when you use my WLOAP.com. There's a little voice icon button, and you can use it to uh, contact me. Just like my friend Trudy did, Trudy Newell, who I've had on the show before, also goes under the name of Condensation, and uh, I'm going to have her on the show again sometime very shortly. And uh, she has a new album out, Cool and Collected Collaborations by Confessions and Denial. It's a 10-track album. And um, yeah, we'll have her on and we'll talk to her about it. That'll be nice. That'll be fun. Okay, I think That about sums it up on my end. Thank you so much on your end for the most valuable gift you could ever give me, your time. I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace, my friends.